0: Hello everyone. Welcome back. Of course, it's Meg. I'm so glad that you're here. Um, I'm super excited for today's episode because I'm going to talk about how to create a habit because it's probably one of the most frequently asked questions that I get. But you know that before we get there, we are going to have to give a shout out to our listener of the week. And I do not know how to pronounce this person's name, <laughs> but it is I have no idea. I totally butchered that. However, here is what they said. Thanks, Meg, for keeping it real, raw, and honest. I love turning on your podcast while I do the dishes. It's like listening to an old friend that truly gets the teacher, wife, woman, friend, sister, human balance. Whew. I I try. (laughs) Thank you for taking time out of your life to give to others. You keep doing you and keep killing it. I absolutely love you so much. I truly try to share the human balance, which there really is no balance. Let's be honest. I just try to share the human sides of life. But if this is you, please email me at Meg Slope at gmail.com. M-E-G-S-L-O-P-E at gmail.com. Let me know that you're the Listener of the Week, and I will send you some happy mail to show that I love you, if you don't already know. But if you want to be the Listener of the Week or you want the chance, now is the time to pause this episode. Go ahead and head over to iTunes and leave me a review, and you could potentially be next week's Listener of the Week. I don't know if me talking in that sultry voice made you feel like you should, but I think that you should become a listener of the week. So go leave a review and tag me on Instagram and share it. Don't forget to do that. I, I love seeing who's listening and I love connecting names with Instagram accounts. It really makes me happy. So don't forget to share, review and everything else. And let's go ahead and jump into today's episode about forming good habits or new habits, whatever you want to call it. Forming habits. Let's start there. All right. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Just Meg, the unique podcast created to discuss anything and everything while remaining completely real, raw, and totally uncut. I'm your host, Meg, and it's time for us to get started with another episode. All right. I am so excited to jump into this episode because when I was just Meg's crayons, I never really got to discuss um, questions like this that I would get asked. Um, but I have been asked this question since I became a Beachbody coach and, um, people have watched my story and they've watched, you know, my journey from going from <laughs> absolutely hating who I was to being the person that gets up at 5am and works out, which I never thought in my life, I would be like, yeah, like this makes sense. Like, this is my life. This is what we're going to do. Um, but I am. Not all the time. There are some days that I still like my sleep. Actually, I still love my sleep. However, I don't know what it is or in my brain that's telling me that I need to work out, but it, it's definitely formed a habit. And a lot of us, you have, <laughs> you kind of break it down into you having like good habits or bad habits or habits that you enjoy or habits that you don't enjoy. And in whichever way you cut it, we all have habits. Um, some people have a habit of chewing their nails. Some people have a habit of clicking pens. Some people have a habit of being terrible drivers, (laughs) which, you know, like what, that was, that was my own pet peeve. But, um, Whatever it is, we all form habits like we're humans. And, and habit forming starts really early on in life. I mean, all if you're an educator or you're a mom or a parent or anybody that works with small children um, or has had small children, you understand that developmentally you create habits and it's very it's very simple the the process in this habit loop is there's a cue you have a craving there's a response and then typically there's a reward and you see babies learn different habits or look, even learn different skills through this habit loop and it starts very early on and we as their parents or their ter- like caretakers reward this habit forming process with the, oh my gosh, you did so great, or the hugs or the giggles or the the food basically and basic common like care for a child. Um, so we are as humans basically built to form habits from day one. And what ends up happening is sometimes you develop habits that are very strange (laughs) and they are based on your upbringing, some of them, and they're all formed from different things that are from your life. And I think that that's where you have to start when it comes to looking at the habits that you have and looking at if you want to remove some or if you want to add some. But I think the basic understanding of habits is where we have to start. And so we know that we have this um, drive to form habits because we want, we want to seek certain rewards like feeding ourselves or going to the bathroom or, you know, drinking water or whatever, drinking something. <laughs> if, you, if you don't aren't a fan of water, I didn't used to be, but, um, we have these different habits that we have formed since very early on in life and we have to remember that we are a product of our environment so some of the habits that we have like no one's habits are the same as someone else's in a very like generic sense like we all have a habit to feed ourselves we all have a habit to protect ourselves um and and really those look when you think about that those generalities they're so different based on, how you were raised, where you were raised, what was your upbringing like, you know, every, you know, you are a product of your environment, which is, you know, basic psychology that you learn when going through college courses of education and everything else. Like you are a product of your environment. And honestly, you might be, if you're anything like me, I really like to reflect and think, and I I probably do too much thinking to be honest, but When I learned that, I sat back and I looked at some of the habits that I had that people had been like, Meg, why do you do that? Like, that's so weird. And I had no idea until I went to college and was in a psychology class and ended up evaluating my own behaviors and habits. And I was like, you know, this is kind of weird. Yeah. I get get why people, I, I don't know why, but I chew my water. That's like one habit that I have. And what I mean is like, I will drink water. I will hold it in my mouth and I will make the chewing motion with my jaw. Never noticed it. My sister has called me out on it for years. Um, and I don't know why I do it. Like, I don't know if I, you know, that's one thing that it has always been there. And it's something that I've always done. I don't know if there was like ice or if there was like, I, I just don't know why I do it. But, and now if you ever meet me in real life and you see me take a drink of anything, you're going to watch me chew Liquids, I guess. So that that'll be fun. That'll be really awkward. That'll be great. So, but that was one of the weird habits that people um, talk to me about. Or another weird habit that Midwesterners have: um, we say "ope" a lot, O P E. Um, and growing up in the Midwest, or maybe you've heard this, but it, it's very much a Midwestern thing because I remember going. I don't remember where I was traveling, but I bumped into someone like getting onto the plane and it was this really like nice older gentleman. And I bumped, I said, Oh, I'm so sorry. And he said, What did you say? I said, I'm so sorry. He goes, No, what did you say before that? And I was like, Oh, <laughs> he's like, What does that even mean? And I was like, Uh, to be honest, it has, it has no meaning. It's like a, it's a, it's a common, social norm like if you bump into someone or you step in front of someone or you just oh I'm so sorry like it's a I, I recognize that I've made a mistake it's like, <laughs> um yeah it's like an oh poo kind of thing but you say oh <laughs> and I never noticed that that was a weird habit but again like it's from where I like where I've grown up and how I've you know, been been raised or what I've been around. But the OPE thing, I didn't realize until I left the Midwest that that's like not a common thing. Like <laughs> It really is not a common thing to say op. Uh Unless you would like to implement it into your vocabulary, you're more than welcome to. Um, you say it when you realize that you've made a mistake uh, or just say it for fun. But usually we say it in the Midwest when you've made a mistake or, you know, bumped into someone or cut someone off or even like when somebody, <laughs> it's like we use it so much now that I think about it, like somebody will drop a wallet or somebody will drop something at the grocery store and you're like, oh, let me get that for you. I don't, like it's a, like I saw this happen or like, hey, let me help you. Or, oh, I'm so sorry. Like there's a lot of, there's a lot of, I don't know. If you're somebody who says, oh, like I, I've gone on a tangent now, but if you're someone who understands, oh, we need to come up with a definition. <laughs> like, what is it? How is it used? What form of the English language is it? Like I it, it's not a verb. It's not something that you do. You don't ope. But I don't know what it is. Um so anyways, these are all like these are just a couple of habits that I have. So when you're looking at creating a new habit, whether it's, you know, <clears throat> Well, there's two different things that you have to understand. You can create a new habit or you can remove or break a habit. And there's two different processes that that kind of mirror each other that go with this. But I want to take a deeper dive into like this habit loop. So I said that there's a cue, there's a craving, there's a response, and there's a reward. Those are very general. So let me tie this to um, real life, okay? So you walk into a dark room. You want to be able to see. Therefore, your response is to flip on the light switch. So review, okay? Your cue was I walked into a dark room. The craving is not necessarily food, my friends. (laughs) The craving is you want to be able to see in the room. So your response is to flip on the light switch. And the reward is that then you can see. Hopefully your light bulb is not burned out. Um, So that's a very basic like habit loop. Or in a more technologically advanced Um, realm, you have, you get a text message on your phone, which is the cue. The craving is you immediately want to know what that message is, which we all experience. So your response is you grab the phone and open the text message. And the reward is you now know the contents of that text message. So this habit loop continues. And I'm sure you can think of for Instagram or Facebook or notifications or emails or your phone ringing. I mean, any of those things, like your phone rings, (laughs) you want to know who's on the other end of the phone. So you answer the phone and you're rewarded with what conversation is happening on the other end of the phone. So, I mean, this habit loop, when you break, when you look at how basic these things, like the light switch thing, like when I realized that that was a habit and I I don't have the habit of turning the light off when I leave the room. You can ask my mom about that one. Um, I don't like to turn lights off. So (laughs) I don't have the habit of turning the light off, but I do have the habit of turning the light on. So when you break down your habits, like we have so many. We have so many habits as a human um, when it comes to driving, when it comes to brushing your teeth, when it comes to waking up in the morning or going to bed at night. We all have these little tiny weird habits that we have developed over the span of our lifetime. And so then somehow, some way, we're like, okay, I'm going to add another habit. When you consciously decide, and I don't know why, but it seems like to me, when you go to add a habit, like um, let's say I want to be healthier, very, very general, very, very broad, but then we become completely overwhelmed with the idea of forming a new habit because we haven't created it. And we haven't gone through that habit loop with this particular thing. And the thing is, the number one reason that a lot of people aren't successful with creating new habits is because they don't, they're either very, very broad, and they say something like, I want to be healthier, or they try to change everything at once, and then they're like, well, I give up. I'm just going back to my old habits because it's easier and that's where I'm comfortable. So. I want you to take a brief moment and I want you to be like, okay, is there a habit that you need to create? Is there a habit that you need to break? Um, Also, let's take a quick moment to realize how many habits we have already developed and we don't even think about it anymore. Which means if you're going to create a habit some way, somehow, you're going to get there where it's just automatic. And that's what we want. And the next few sections here. I'm going to give a quick little commercial break and we're going to come back and I'm going to talk to you about, okay, how are you going to create the habit? How are you going to break habits? And what are the best ways to kind of help you implement and be the most successful you can be with those habits? So don't go anywhere. We're going to come back and tell you how to create the habit now that we've talked about what it is after these quick commercials. Okay. So before those commercials, we talked about what is a habit and we kind of discovered that as humans. We have created tens of thousands of habit through, habits Sorry, throughout our lifetime. But now we're going to talk about, okay, what are you going to do to create a habit or break a habit? And either way, there's four steps. But you have to keep in mind that when you go to create a habit, you're going to start at square one, which is what is what is your goal? What is it that you want to do? Are you truly creating a habit or are you breaking a habit? Okay. So you have to decide that first. Then you can't be general. You cannot say, I want to be healthier because there's tens of thousands of things that you can do to be healthier. Okay. And what we're going to look at is, okay, so let's, let's break it down. Let's say I do want to become healthier. Okay. I want to, I'm going to start with my water intake because This is where a lot of people get lost. They're like, okay, I'm going to be healthier. And what they end up doing is they're going to change their diet. They're going to sign up for the gym. They're going to increase their water intake. They're going to get up for a week and do workouts. And then they're going to completely give up because they've changed all of these things at once. And it's too much. And it is. It's way too much. You do not need to do all of the things to create a habit or form a new habit. Instead, to successfully implement or create a new habit, you need to start small and you need to start very simple. <laughs> like, Do not rehaul and clean out your entire fridge and ditch all of your food. Don't do that. That's going to be really overwhelming. You're going to be really stressed out about money. Like it's not something I've done that. Like don't do that. Like, It doesn't, it doesn't work out well. I tried that. It was a terrible experience. I ended up crying on my, on my, um, kitchen floor with my groceries around me, um, <laughs> it was it was a really sad sad scene. Um anyways, so back to this habit. So we are going to break it down and instead of just being healthy, I, I want to start small and I'm going to implement okay, I need to increase the amount of water that I drink somehow some way. And being a teacher, I need to find a water bottle that is going to hold the correct amount of ounces, so I need to know, I need to educate myself okay, like how many ounces should I be drinking? Um do I have a water bottle that is refillable? that will last me until I have like a bathroom break or a refill water bottle opportunity. Or if you're someone who has like a water fountain in your classroom or you have access to that, like, great, you don't have to worry about that. And then what are you going to do to hold yourself accountable? So here's where these four steps to create a habit come in. And it's very simple. Well, it seems very simple, but it's very basic. (laughs) Excuse me, I had a hiccup. I'm so sorry. That happens sometimes. Especially when I get really worked up and I breathe in, I have these weird like hiccup things. Okay. And there's just one. So don't expect any more. So here we go. So to create a habit, you have four steps. You need to make it obvious. You need to make it attractive. You need to make it easy and you need to make it satisfying. So in order for this habit to be developed, you need to make it very obvious. Okay. So some people put stickers on their water bottle. Some people write themselves notes. Um, you also need to make it attractive. Okay. So like, what is it that like, you're going to gain from this? Like some, I know some people like they cross, like sometimes it's easy enough to like cross off on a day. Like, yes, I made my water intake. Or I had a friend in college that would take those, um, those little like clear glass beads and they would have a jar on one side and they'd have a jar on another. And every day that they were successful in uh, like attaining that they drink more water, And they're like, they didn't have a set ounces goal to begin with. They just drank more water. And the way they tracked it was on their water bottle. She would take a bead from one jar and she would move it to another. And she would say like, yep. Okay, cool. And that was satisfying and it was easy. So it was obvious. It was attractive. It was easy and it was satisfying. So whatever gratification you get, um, I mean, like literally you can look at Pinterest and there's like a ton of different ideas, crossing things off or moving beads from one jar to another or, you know, whatever but set yourself up for success to create this habit. Keep it small and remember that you have to be patient. You are going to slip up. You are going to make mistakes. You're going to fall off the wagon and you're going to drink the Diet Coke or the extra coffee or the Dr. Pepper or whatever it is. And you're going to not drink your water. You don't get to beat yourself up. You get to, you give yourself grace because forming a habit takes at least 21 days. Okay. That's three weeks. (laughs) Okay, <laughs> you cannot form a habit and that's just the beginning. That's not like making it consistent. That's not, you know, three weeks. It takes your body and your brain three weeks to develop a habit, to create a new habit and get into the routine of doing that habit. You then have to continue for another three weeks or so in order for it to be just like, okay, this is what my life is. This is what we're doing. And until you have reached that point, you don't get to implement a new habit or create a new habit. You focus on one at a time until one just becomes completely consistent and like automatic. Okay. Now on the other side of this, a lot of you may be wondering, okay, well, you said you can break a habit. Okay. Yes, you can. Whether this is nicotine, whether this is, you know, (laughs) the amount of Dr. Peppers or (laughs) diet Cokes that you drink in a day, whatever it may be. If you want to break a habit, there's also four steps. And it's, really it mirrors the way that you create it. So to create a habit, we talked about make it obvious, make it attractive, make it easy, make it satisfying. But to break a habit, you need to make it invisible. You need to make it really unattractive. (laughs) You need to make it difficult and you need to make it unsatisfying. So (laughs) the easiest thing that I can think of is I love like chips and I love sour candy. Like I'm not a huge ice cream person. But those things I could sit down and eat the entire bag of, no problem. So in order for me to break the habit of eating an entire bag of chips, um, I had to make it invisible, which meant do not buy them (laughs) when at the grocery store. And then I had to make it really unattractive. And the way that I did this is like, okay, like I, I know that I'm trying to make this habit, but like it's, I would like read the ingredient list to make it really unattractive. And I would look at all the nasty stuff that was in the chips, even though they taste so good. (laughs) I would read all the nasty ingredients and be like, nope, this is really unattractive. Then I would leave the chips at the grocery store. Even if I made it to checkout, I would get into the habit of like handing the checker and be like, I don't need these chips. And they look at me, (laughs) I would be completely devastated. And I was like, I just don't need the chips. And one lady even asked one time, she's like, are you sure you don't need the chips? I was like, I don't need the chips, take the chips. And so then I, I handed it to the, the checker and they went and put it back on the shelf and I left the store without the chips. So I made it difficult for myself to even have access to them. And I made it unsatisfying because then when I got home and whatever day it it was, or I came home from work and I wanted those bag of chips, I would have to fight traffic to get to the store, to get to the chips that I really wanted. And that's completely unsatisfying. Like that doesn't, like, why would I do that to myself? So I completely broke the habit of buying chips. I don't buy chips when I go to the grocery store anymore. We'll do them if we'll, like, my husband will grab them. I completely stopped going to the grocery store, to be honest, because it just overwhelmed me completely. (laughs) But when I was living by myself and I was going to the grocery store, I would grab chips on a daily basis. And this is what I ended up having to do. And then now, even if I do end up going to the grocery store, like I completely surpassed the chip aisle. Like I don't even go down it. I don't even think about it anymore. Um, But I had to break myself of that habit. Otherwise, I would have probably taken out stock in Doritos and I would have completely probably supported them by myself with my teaching wage living by myself. I, I really probably could have. It was absolutely insane. So I had to break myself of that habit, but you make it invisible. You make it unattractive. You make it difficult and you make it unsatisfying. And again, 21 days <laughs> to make or break a habit. I mean, you're going to find that breaking a habit is going to be a little bit more difficult, but either way, it's going to take about three weeks for your brain and your body to kind of get into the swing of things. But really what it comes down to when you decide that you're going to create a new habit or create a habit, whatever it is, or break one. You need to start small. You're not going to change 85 things all at once. It just it doesn't work. We're humans. We're easily overwhelmed. We have other things in life to worry about besides like what are we putting in our bodies or, you know, am I going to save money this month or am I going to go shot? Like whatever habit it is that you want to make or break, you have to make sure that you are giving yourself some grace and starting small. You cannot change 85 things at once. It just doesn't work. You're going to set yourself up for failure. And I don't want you to do that. So I think you need to remember habits are formed, (laughs) like very small habits. I mean, going back to the habit loop you walk into a dark room you want to be able to see so you flip on a light switch and you can see in the room that is a basic habit that we all have or have experienced think of look at a little person what habits are they forming what do they do to get food what do they do to tell you to go to the bath do they need to go to the bathroom what do they tell you that they need you like these are all habits that have formed you're not going to create a new habit in a matter of seconds or a matter of days you have to give yourself some grace be patient be patient and realize that there's 21 days to form a habit. Now, here's the greatest thing. If you've listened this long, I have a secret for you. I've actually created a really blank 21-day habit tracker. It's it's very blank. It's very open. You can really do it for anything, but it's 21 days. So for my people that like to cross things off physically, this is for you. And you're probably wondering, okay, Meg, where am I going to find this? Ah, okay. Well, let me tell you. You're going to find this in the show notes of my website. And if they're not there yet, because it does take some time. So this episode just came out, (laughs) give me some time. But if it's not there, if they're not on my show notes of my podcast or my website just yet at megslope.com, go ahead and let me know. I'm going to put it into the links on my Instagram profile, which you can find me at Meg Slope until they show up on my show notes. And then you'll be able to find them in my show notes on my website. But this way you have a a template. You already have a 21 day. Of course, it's cute because I like to make cute things. And you can physically cross off the days of you creating or breaking whatever habit it is. And if you need to, you know, Plaster it all over if you want to laminate it and then erase with your dry erase marker and then form another habit. Like that's totally fine. But I wanted to provide you with something that would help you successfully start a new habit without feeling completely overwhelmed. But do not forget, give yourself grace, be patient, and start small. You're not going to implement an entire life change in 21 days. It just isn't going to happen. We are not programmed that way. That's not how our bodies work. But if anything, I hope that you've learned some things about habits I hope that you have an idea or at least have a plan of attack about what you're going to do and what your next steps are And remember baby steps are way better than taking large leaps and falling backwards So baby steps towards what your goal is. You can totally do this um And I really I can't wait to see like tag me and tell me what habit are you going to form or what habit are you going to break? What is this helpful? um and, yeah, take a be, go go and grab your little twenty one day tracker and let's let's do this because you can totally do it. twenty one days, three weeks. Can you commit to changing something for three weeks? Something small? The answer is yes because we're human, and we've already formed tens of thousands of habits. We discussed this. You can do this, I promise. So that is all I have for you today. Let me know. Oh, excuse me. Another hiccup. My goodness, I inhaled too much. My bad. Okay. Anyways, thank you so much for being here and listening to all of this. I hope that I helped you in one way or another. Please don't be afraid to reach out if you ever have a question. Don't forget to head over to iTunes and leave a review because you could be the next listener of the week. Tag me on Instagram. Let me know that you're listening because I absolutely love to see you and I will talk to you next time. Bye.